you know, we just we've thrown ourselves into the day, and it, I'm a bit mm-hmm. like you're in a you're in a chariot, and the horses have just run away, and <laughs> they're just going to race throughout the day. Yeah, and you're and you spend most of the day if you're you know trying to grab the reins, whereas mm-hmm. if you if you can take the reins and get into the chariot and actually find a comfortable seat, then you've got a far better chance of actually going in the direction you want to. Welcome to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we help online coaches learn how to elevate their brand, become the experts in their industries so they can bring in more clients and create a life they want. I am your host, Chris Anderson. And if you want to make a difference in the lives of others, share this episode, go over to Apple Podcasts and follow us there to leave a positive rating and review. And together we can leave a bigger positive mark on the world. Excited to have this discussion with our guest today, going to help you navigate your mornings a little bit better and, and increasing um, what you can do with your life through the transformation of your morning routine. We have uh, author of Rise and Shine, How to Transform Your Life Morning by Morning, Toby Oliver on the day. Toby, welcome to Elevate Your Brand. Thank you, Chris. It's lovely to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we were talking a little before we, we hit record and everything. So Toby's over uh, in the UK um, and you know, a lot, a lot different between the UK and the US, I think possibly within um, just culture, you know, there's so much more history, there's history in the US, but a lot of history in the UK, we're talking about, I I really enjoy history and um, just seeing how things are different. So, so this is good. We've had this topic before a little bit, um, but coming from a perspective from someone in the UK, I think it'll be interesting to see if there's any differences, which I'm sure there is because everyone's unique. And um, yeah. So, so Toby, with that, I guess uh, long, long way around to say like, how'd you get into, you know, wanting to teach people about morning routines and writing this book? That's a good question. Um, (laughs) I guess I discovered it sort of the hard way. Um, Mm. As a kid, I loved mornings and I would wake up full of enthusiasm and I couldn't understand why no one else shared my enthusiasm. (laughs) And when I was really young, my sister and I, who co-wrote the book with me, shared bunk beds. We had a bedroom with, you know, two beds stacked one on top of the other. And she was in the top bunk being the elder. And I would wake up and I would go are you awake are you awake Kate are you awake and then I would start to kick (laughs) the underneath of the bunk above me until she very very grumpily told me to stop and that she (laughs) wasn't awake she was asleep Um, and that was how our morning started and then we would squabble and fight and argue set set up set ourselves up perfectly for a really (laughs) really (laughs) successful day of fighting and squabbling Um, and Many, many years later, um, running my own business at the same time as having a full time job (laughs) um, and dealing with some other issues in my personal life, I discovered that mornings had really lost their shine for me. Mm. And I really struggled and I would uh, be rudely awoken by the alarm and find the start of my day swearing, shouting at the (laughs) alarm and forcing myself out of bed and then sort of jumping in the shower, putting on my business suit. And then, you know, if I was lucky, grabbing some toast as I ran out the door. Mm. Um, And I realized that this was not sustainable. Something was wrong. And one morning I was waiting in the kitchen for the kettle to boil. And I just thought, I can't take any more of this. I really had enough. Um, 
And something inside me, a voice inside of me said, try doing some yoga. And I'd been going to a weekly yoga class. And I think it was the one thing that had stopped me from completely imploding. A friend had persuaded me to go. And it was like my little haven of <laughs> peace in this right. chaotic week where I was just doing a full day of work, uh, senior executive for a company, and then coming home and trying to run my business around it, which I look back now and think it was crazy. But, you know, <laughs> these are right. the things we do. Yeah. Um, and so I did some yoga. I did uh, about 10 minutes of yoga. And I thought, oh, I feel different. I feel different going into my day now. And so the next morning I thought, oh, I'll do that again. And gradually I found that, and this was in the kitchen, in my pajamas. <laughs> well, you know, it was dark outside, everyone else asleep. Um, even the dog hadn't got up yet. Um, and so I found that I was starting to look forward to mornings again because it was like a... a something positive something for me and I noticed that the benefits were accruing through the day and it was almost like I was putting this helpful sort of shield of sort of calm and taking that into my day and then gradually I started to add other practices uh, into my mornings and really really recognized how taking charge of my mornings could influence my whole day not just how I felt but in terms of my productivity and my success levels and when I started to dig into the research, I noticed that there was a lot of evidence behind uh, the practices that we outline in the book. And I discovered for myself and created a morning routine that really helped me, that helped me leave my job, focus on my business, um, and then also retrain, uh, retrain as a, as a therapist. Um, and in working with people, I started to discover how these morning practices could really, really help them. Uh, and you know, this is a long answer to a short question. Oh, no, that's good. But my sister really interestingly had gone on her own journey and discovered mm. also how morning she'd really struggled with her mental health. She's a, a top business uh, coach, a leadership coach, a change specialist, worked with sort of most of the FTSE 100 and, you know, Fortune 500, really, really big, educator at Oxford, really top wow. of her career, but was was sort of struggling. And she's very honest, talked about this and said, I felt like, you know, I was going in, helping all these people, but yet my life was really, <laughs> you know, really not, not doing so well. And for her, it was starting to take charge of her mornings. Now, mm. we didn't realize this about one another until we ended up on a, a coincidentally, serendipitously on a course <laughs> for a weekend together. And we started talking and we found out that we both shared this passion personally and professionally for how mornings could really change your life. And then said oh how about you know we write a book to try and share these really helpful practices with more people so that others wider than the people we're able to work with one-to-one -one or in you know through businesses can really benefit and that's how we came to uh discover the the power the transformative power of mornings that's awesome i always like hearing people's stories and, and how they explain it and you, and you know you get where their the emotions come in and they get excited so thank you for sharing that and mm. I think it's so true. Like mornings do play a big part. And when you hear a morning routine, a lot of people, especially like entrepreneurs, you know, they, they hear that, Oh, get up, you know, four or 5 a.m. <laughs> is a must. And it's like, some people don't, don't fit that, which is okay. And I think that's something to 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and correct me, this is kind of your expertise level, but like, it doesn't have to be the ones getting up at 4 a.m. There are successful people that get up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and later. It's what yeah. you do at the time after, right? That yes. you actually get up. Yeah. But your morning starts whenever you get up. And yeah. we have different, you know, we have different rhythms. We have, Most people have heard of the circadian rhythm, which mm-hmm. is our natural sort of sleep wake cycle. And so some of us, you know, night owls and early birds is, this, is the, the example that most people know, but there are other categories. Um, but we also have rhythms throughout the day, the ultradian rhythm that affects mm. our productivity and focus. But mornings are sort of this liminal zone where we have a chance to really take the reins of our of our day and of our life before yeah. the sort of the conscious mind that sort of kicks in and we sort of just we just race ahead. And far too many of us go from horizontal <laughs> to vertical in front of a, a device without thinking, without setting any sort of intention, it just happens. And so we were really clear in the book that we wanted to make this approach suitable for everyone. And we wanted to make sure it was easy, effective and accessible. And we didn't want it to rely on people having lots of time or having lots of money, because I'm aware that there are other approaches that some people find helpful, so I'm not criticizing anyone else's. It's about getting up at a certain time, doing like an hour of exercise, doing this, doing that. That is great if you have got the time. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the people who can do it not only have the time that maybe they have the financial resource, so maybe they have, you know, <laughs> someone looking after their kids, someone looking after their food, someone, you know, driving them somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they don't necessarily have the the same pressures that the average person person has that's you know that doesn't necessarily have the luxury of an hour and a half in the morning yeah so we wanted to have practice that you could do you know little as 15 minutes Mm. you know or even less and whenever your day starts for you so there's no strict there's no strictures about you have to get up at this time because it's not it's not realistic for some right. people. I'm naturally a morning person. I like getting up in the morning. My sister is far more of a night owl, but as like many people, you train yourself. To, so she is able to get up in the mornings. And but she had to then really be convinced of the benefits of getting up maybe slightly earlier, even if that's 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. To, to, and so so for her, you know, and maybe sometimes it's it's longer than that, but actually that doesn't come naturally to her, you know, mm. in the mornings. Um, or she says it changed for her having having children. That's when mm-hmm. suddenly she discovered <laughs> you didn't have a choice. The kids yeah. are up. You had to be up. And so, you know, when her son was born, she said she found it. She found eventually mornings easier. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, she was yeah, trained. I found that same thing. So mm. right now my son's one or just a little bit, a little bit older, 14 months or whatever. And, you know, I was good. I was getting up early, uh, get stuff done get my day started. And then when we had him, it's like, Oh, okay, well, this is just shaking everything else up. Like my morning, sure. I might be getting up early. Um, but it's not to do what I need to do. It's to take care of him and help out there. And, and now that he, he sleeps well, thankfully now it's like, okay, well, I just want to kind of sleep till shortly before I need to get him up. So like it's, it's been an interesting, and this is something I've been trying to get back and figure out actually. So I'm glad we're having this conversation is like, I know my morning routine needs to be improved from what it was before. Mm -hmm. Um, because, because how you start your day, in my opinion is, is how the rest of your day goes. It's kind of like a domino effect. Yeah. So 
and, and what you're saying is perfect, like 15 minutes. So what, how do you suggest people go about implementing a new morning routine who might be rushing around in the morning? Yeah. I think the first thing to realize is that we all have a morning routine. Mm-hmm. So people yeah. will say, oh, I don't have a morning routine. And I'll say, well, tell me what you do in the morning. You know, I get up. You know, I, I reach for my phone. This is the thing I hear. And I check yep. the news or the yep. social feeds. And I say, how do you feel? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, or I turn on the radio or the TV and, and I start shouting at the news, you know, <laughs> whoever's spouting things that, that frustrate me. Um, or I, you know, I sort of, you know, I drink coffee and then I rush out the door. And so we all have habits. You know, that's what a routine is. It's just mm-hmm. behaviors that we do repeatedly and they become habits. And for most of us, those habits become so instinctual, we don't recognize them. Some of those are helpful. Like most of us brush our teeth morning and evening. That's really good. Um, <laughs> but we also, you know, maybe the picking up our phone before we barely, you know, we're barely conscious is less helpful and yeah. so it's realizing that you are already using your time even if you're rushing you're using your time and is there a better way to use your time mm. could you either use that time that you spent doom scrolling to do something that's more focused more you know more intentional um or could you maybe just get up even five minutes earlier to just start to do it um, and so it's saying to people that with that rushing, does that help you? Does that mm-hmm. mean that you arrive at the important things of your day, feeling in the right state, the best frame of mind? Um, and mostly people say, no, I feel sort of harassed and rushed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, would you, how would you like to feel? And one of the biggest techniques that we find people have responded to is, is as well as having a to-do list, most of us have an endless to-do list, a list of jobs that we're going to do each day, but (laughs) could we also add a to-be list where we think Mm -hmm. about what qualities do I need to embody to successfully accomplish those jobs? How do I want to feel accomplishing those? If I've got a really difficult negotiation, maybe I want to go in calm and focused or assertive and clear on my position, maybe if I'm actually going to meet, you know, a friend for lunch or for drinks after work, maybe I want to just be relaxed and have fun so that we set our intention of how we want to be the quality we want to embody rather than just rushing through work, being Harris, arriving (laughs) to see our friend and still being Harris because we've not stopped to think actually what will help me get the most out of this. Mm. So it's simple techniques like that where we, as you said, we we set our intention um, because we know the way our the way we start our morning matters. That the yeah. research shows that our morning mood tends to amplify and increase throughout the day. So if we let our day run away with us, we're allowing the day to shape us rather than taking control and shaping the day, which. Yeah which means that, yes, there will be difficulties and challenges, but maybe we've prepared ourselves. And at at the end of the day, we can look back and go, maybe that was a tough day, but actually I feel that I have a sense of peace of mind because I dealt with it the best I could, rather than the state that I was in, which was collapsing into bed and thinking, thank goodness that is over. (laughs) That was a a disaster. Yeah. 
that's been a big thing too. Like I've noticed like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I just need to get up a little bit earlier before, you know, I have to get Everett up and all that. And, but for me, I've been realizing or, or making the connection that one, yeah, the first thing that I do is one to check emails and stuff when I wake up yeah. on my phone, but two, the night before what I'm doing, I think is, is, you know, hindering my ability to get up when I want Mm-hmm. Um, because I stay up later for whatever reason, um, you know, work things or maybe house stuff or just, uh, just end up doing the doom scroll just to not have mm-hmm. to think about anything, which keeps me up too late. So I think it even starts kind of the day before the night before mm-hmm. in my case, at least where I need to just be more, um, more, uh, purposeful with my actions before bed even you know mm-hmm. put my phone away at a certain time so i can kind of get get my eyes out of that so i sleep better um my mind races a lot at night so like even mm-hmm. maybe keeping a notebook to yeah. write down what's going on in my brain so i can actually rest actually sleep yeah. better uh when i have those times so i think what is your thoughts on that on the night before does that play a crucial part or not or is that just kind of me no i think for me it certainly does I think it's interesting. I have a nighttime routine as well. Mm. Kate, uh, Kate doesn't. Hmm. Um, and I think it just, it's because of the different types of people we are. Um, and so for me, and we do address some of this in the book, that some of it is preparing your, you know, preparing yourself. So setting yourself up the night before to follow through on the commitments you've made to your morning. So for some people that might be, if you've committed to exercising, it might be just setting out, you know the clothes or the equipment that you need to use if you're you know if you if one of your commitments is to enjoy a sort of a healthy breakfast but actually mm. ensuring you've got the ingredients and maybe doing some of the preparation for that mm. the night yeah. before um and so it doesn't have to be a lot and so with all of the practices the 30 practices that make up um the sort of the shine model because shine is an acronym that stands for the five elements and i'll come on to that but it's about things that you don't need a lot of resource and equipment, but it's helpful to have what you may need. So if you're going to do some sort of reflective, reflective practice and so maybe some journey just to have a, mm. you know, the, pair, the, the pad, the notebook handy, maybe you're using it the night before as well, but have it ready. Think about your phone. So often when I'm working with clients one-to-one and the, the issue of the phone, we do look at, okay, what, what can you do? Are you using your phone as an alarm clock? Mm. Okay, so the first thing you're going to have to do is pick up your phone. So let's look at getting a traditional alarm clock. And one of <laughs> yeah. the practices is alarm and using the alarm more intentionally. Having an alarm that is not alarming, but if you really need mm. to be woken up and get out of bed, placing your alarm out of arm's reach so that you have to get out of bed. Because if you're someone who repeatedly blesses snooze, <laughs> you're saying I need to get up at whatever, 6 a.m., and then you're delaying it by 15 minutes. So you could get up at 6am and use that 15 minutes far more productively. So that's yeah. where when people rush, and that's probably the people who are rushing, you know, they're delaying mm-hmm. getting up and then rushing. So you right. could use that time. So yes, there is some, some preparation or some thought perhaps the night before. So it may be that you turn your phone off or you put that on the other side of your bedroom so that you can't just automatically <laughs> reach out and pick it up. Yeah. But what we also know with with habits, with making or breaking habits, is it's both putting barriers in the way, 
so yeah. that you have those pauses to go, oh, I don't want to pick up my phone. But we also know that it's most effective when you're replacing one habit, mm. an old habit mm. for a new one. So you're switching them out. So it's going, if I'm not going to doom scroll, what am I going to do instead? Now, whether that's last thing or night or first thing in the morning, you know, what am I going to do instead? And maybe, as you said, for you, that's reflecting on your day mm. that's gone or maybe reflecting on the day to come and doing a little list so that you get that out of your head and you don't take it into sleep. So that also you don't wake up having to panic and go, what have I got to do and trying to remember everything? Right. You can, you can go, actually, I've got that covered so I can do the practices that help me, help ground me, help give me the focus, help me map out my day mm -hmm. uh, in the most productive and helpful way so that I can really flourish and succeed. Yeah, I think that's a, a crucial reminder is to replace you know, the one habit with another. Uh, so it can kind of, you know, like, uh, I think it's, if you're trying to quit smoking or something, it's just like an oral fixation thing. And so to switch out, they like, we'll give them like candy or sucker or something that yeah. they can switch it. So something in the same kind of regard, yeah. that's a good reminder. Cause even if it's yeah. your phone, like you're so used to grabbing something, uh, yeah. maybe it could be like, maybe you need to do your reading in the morning if you read yeah. or journal. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. a great reminder. And I, you just mentioned too earlier, uh, the shine acronym yes. for the book. I'd love to kind of highlight that. Of course, we want people to you know grab the book, read the full book and everything, but kind of highlight over what shine is and each of those steps. If you're, if you're open to doing that. Yeah, sure. So, uh, shine is the, the, the innovative approach that Kate and I developed to creating, morning routines and so it's really set up so that each person can really craft an individual routine that works for them and okay. so shine stands for the five elements that we feel are really beneficial to bring into our mornings so the first is silence so mm. in an increasingly busy and noisy world just creating mm. some stillness peace and reflection really helps us gain the clarity that we need yeah. uh, the next is happiness so discovering those techniques that bring us a sense of joy, that help us to feel confident and uplifted. So for me, you mentioned this, one of the practices I added in was reading because mm. I love reading and I uh, read a lot of sort of business books and developments. I also like fiction, but I realized that my nightstand was about to collapse under the weight <laughs> of all of the books I was buying, but I wasn't reading them. <laughs> yep, And so... So the, the second practice that I sort of added in was I went, I really want to read because I love it and I feel really enriched by it. So I'm going to set my alarm 15 minutes earlier and I'm going to read for 15 minutes um, because that gave me a real sense of sort of pleasure, accomplishment. But also it meant that however difficult my day was, I'd started it doing something that was really sort of nourishing and that made me mm -hmm. feel happy. And it doesn't have to be reading. It could be there are all sorts of other practices we suggest. Yeah. So it's whatever, you know, sparks joy within you. Um, the third is the eye of shine is intention. So that finding those practices that empower you to shape your day. So really creating your day in the way that is most helpful for you. And then the N is nourishment. Mm. And nourishment, we tend to think of nourishment as, you know, what we feed our body, the, the drinks, uh, the food. But actually, it's about feeding the mind as well. 
So actually, how do you stimulate? Which might be reading. It might be other practices. So a sense of sort of keeping your brain active and ideally things that are not directly related to your work so that you don't start working. So, Mm, you know, I might read, um, you know, I'll read sort of motivational books or business books, but they're not necessarily directly about what I am working on. They're, you know, maybe more general. So I don't start thinking about my project specifically. (laughs) because then yeah. you 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 move into work and and you start your to-do list yeah. um so it's also there where we get into um you know the social media is actually what inputs it's like i think of that as a mental diet so one of the things we really really hot on is what is the mental diet in the morning you know if you are feeding yourself sort of <laughs> doom yeah. and horror and and sort of scarcity and um or you know just creating that sort of discomfort deceit or anger that's really not helpful uh, mm. sort of mental stuff to take into your day with you so i'm not saying don't engage with that but what i learned because i used to just turn on the radio um and then i would find myself shouting at whichever politician <laughs> was on having a debate uh, and of course a one-sided debate um <laughs> and and i then realized actually i'm going to engage that but later in the day so mm. i engage that later on in the morning once i've set my intention so that I don't get hijacked by whatever is the story of the day. Um, so it's the sort of mind, body, soul, you know, feeding the whole person. Mm. And then the final is exercise. And that will mean different things for different people. So, you know, getting the body moving and creating energy for the day ahead um, no. in whatever way. And so when, you know, that might be a hit workout, it might be going for a run. It might be something is just some simple shaking. Um I a lot of my clients I work for a, a hospice and cancer charity so a lot of people have very very low energy um they have you know serious conditions that may mean that movement is very limited mm-hmm. so for them it might be getting up getting dressed making their bed yeah is a form of exercise and that gives them a real sense of I've moved my body but it's also a real achievement so we're recognizing that it's what works for you you know, if you want to go and run 5K, brilliant, do it. <laughs> if you want to just do some stretches, do a bit of yoga, whatever it is. But, you know, yeah. just find the way of moving because we know that, you know, emotion shifts emotion. So it's just mm-hmm. helpful. Um, and, and within each of those, so there's 30 practices in total. So each of the five sections have six different practices that we, we uh, recommend. Mm. Those are, I mean, and I, I think those are all really, really good ones. And and things like you said, really wouldn't take a whole lot of time. I mean, just you, just a bare minimum of of all those, uh, you're going to see a difference. Like yeah. just knowing where my morning routine was before having a kid, uh, and everything like that. Like knowing what I was doing and just how it positively affected, uh, you know, the rest of my day. Yes. Now trying to, you know, still navigating that, that change and, and doing that. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really great acronym uh, and how it fits with shine. I think it's really cool because if, if you show up in your mornings better, your rest of your day is going to be better and you're going to be able to shine your light better uh, throughout the day. So I, I really do like that one. Um, and yeah, I think, yeah, the nourishment really stuck out to me in, the, in, in that. And I think that's a, a key one that people might not always think about in that certain way. Uh, the mental diet uh, mm-hmm. is, is good to, to think about because there's so much negativity and 
you know, social media comparisons and scarcity. And like, yeah, if you're starting and look, even if you don't think you are like, you're still being quote unquote poisoned yeah. with that. Like it's still affecting you, even if you don't think it is subconsciously, uh, which is a crazy thing, which that's just a whole nother topic. But mm-hmm. so having that, that nourishment be that mental diet, I think is, is a huge thing with so many people. Uh, yeah. could implement and be better off for. Um, so like what um, with that, like, I guess, you know, what are some, some things that you usually see from people, clients you work with um, like direct correlation at all to them getting a better morning routine in their lives? Like, have you seen how, like any really cool success stories from it? Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many. It's hard to to tell, but one that springs to mind is um, so working with someone who um, works in the legal profession mm-hmm. um, and a, a, a close family member um, had a, a experience of cancer and was really seriously ill, and it was during you know lockdowns, mm-hmm. um, and that that really affected. <laughs> as you can imagine, them in terms of their sleep, yeah. in terms of how their days were, in terms of work, um, and suggesting some simple simple practices, one of which was a, a simple breathing technique to begin mm. the day with. Um, and the transformation in just a few weeks from rather than waking up and and just being beset by all the worries and thinking what horrors you know, and going straight into survival mode. Yeah. Thinking, you know, because actually saying to them, you're waking up anyway, and what are you doing? You're lying there worrying. So could mm-hmm. we use that, could we use that time a little bit more productively? Maybe the worries are there, but could you do this in the presence of the worries and just see the difference? And so mm-hmm. doing a simple, you know, breathing technique. Um, and this has grown into a sort of a half an hour morning routine for this person, but saying in a few weeks, how that had helped them sleep better, mm-hmm. how it had helped them throughout the whole day. And they couldn't quite believe the difference it had made, just making these, these simple changes to the morning and saying, and then days are still difficult, but when the challenges come up, I feel more resourced. I feel that I can cope better with them. Um, and that was really profound. And I think that some of it is saying there is a lot in this situation you cannot control. And for most of us, that is the case. Mm -hmm. But actually, if you focus on something that you can control, which is what you choose to do when you first wake up, you're starting your day feeling in a position of power. Yeah. (laughs) And that in itself is, I can be transformational. It's like, oh, the, the life is not happening to me. I am actually doing something and, you know, I can, I can sort of (laughs) shape my breath and do some other things. And then that unlocked just those simple changes, unlocked a whole host of other, other sort of um, positive benefits for this person. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So really good. Really, really amazing. And there are lots. Yeah. It's so like crazy how, like when we can show up, in our mornings and take control and instead of just reacting 
yeah. like always be on the reaction side of things by you know getting up and rushing and checking the phone immediately and it's always it's just all reaction 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 yeah. when if we can take control and be in charge then it, like you said it gives the power which puts you in a better better mental position physical position going forward yeah and our whole society is now encouraging us to react you know social media <laughs> has mm-hmm. react buttons has the other emoticons it's all about reaction yeah yeah and we know that actually that we can't control the stuff that happens to us mm-hmm. and the one thing we can control is how we respond to it yep. and if we allow ourselves to just react we're just you know we're just allowing sort of ourselves to be <laughs> conditioned animals yeah. rather than cognizant human beings who can make a choice then so that's why using that time before you know we just we've thrown ourselves into the day and it, I'm a bit mm-hmm. like you're in a you're in a chariot and the horses have just run away and <laughs> they're just going to race throughout the day yeah and you and you spend most of the day if you're you know trying to grab the reins mm-hmm. but if you if you can you know take the reins and get into the chariot and actually find a comfortable seat then you've got a far better chance of actually going in the direction you want to in the speed you want to and arriving there safely um, yeah and that's really what it is is that's the control that we have that's awesome yeah and uh I, it's that's just a good visual uh, you know i of being able to control the reins of life by by how you get up and, and take action in the morning so you know um Toby, super grateful for you being on and sharing all these all these tips and 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 your your shine acronym and everything else. We really appreciate that. Um, before we kind of wrap things up, where can people find your book? Uh, connect with you and, and find out more about what you do. So the book is um, will be available from the fifth of January in North America. So it's available awesome. in all the rest of the world. Um, it's also published in Italian and in Polish and in um, Romanian. So that's wow. the other language. Yeah. So and, awesome. and hopefully others to come. But yeah, so really excited about North America, but available from wherever sells books. So, you know, Amazon, cool. Barnes and Noble, all of your, all of the booksellers you, you know and love and independent bookstores as well, of mm. course. Cool. And, and are you on social media at all? Or can people connect with you personally there or no? Yes, I'm on social media. So as Toby Oliver Therapist uh, on Instagram uh, and on Facebook and Twitter. So yeah, really happy to connect cool. with people. Awesome. Yeah, well, everyone, make sure you get connected with Toby. Check out that book. Uh, the beginning of January when it releases here in the U.S. If you're outside of the U.S., then go go grab it now. So um, Toby, again, thank you so much for your time and being on Elevate Your Brand today. Thank you so much, Chris. It was really a pleasure uh, to talk with you today. Thanks so much. Absolutely. And if you're listening to this uh, and you know somebody who maybe is trying to improve their life or maybe they're just stressed or uh, maybe they got big goals or maybe it's you, um, if it's someone else, share it with them. Let them hear this message from Toby and, and learn from him and help help improve their lives because together we can reach a lot more people by doing that. So. If not, take action in what you learned today. Put it to use so you can elevate your life, your brand, your position, and you can make a difference in the world. And thanks so much for tuning into this episode today. If you found value at all from this episode, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It just helps us get 
this show, these messages out in front of more people. And don't forget to share this with someone who you think could benefit from listening to as well.